Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Good Thursday afternoon. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Over my time here at 770 CHQR, I have spoken to my next guest several times. And it always has to do with parenting or schooling. And I've always respected Judy Arnell's opinion on things. And that's why when she came out with her latest book, I think this is her fifth book, Unschooling to University, I thought I definitely want to talk to Judy. Judy, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Angela. We have had several conversations over the years. And as I said, usually focused on parenting, but you have had your children go through their education a little differently than most. You see how I'm trying to pick my words here. So tell me about your family and how they've obtained their education. Well, we um, we started off homeschooling, and then, as most people do, they realize there's only school and homeschooling, and they don't know there's a third alternative. So um, when my kids wouldn't listen to me when I was trying to homeschool, um, things slid. And I always say we're homeschoolers that never got around to homeschooling. Um, We just played. And the kids did this all the way since the 90s when they were young, and um, they still got an education. So what we were doing was called unschooling, and um, it worked really well for us and also for a lot of their friends. How many children do you have, Judy? I have five. Mm -hmm. Good. I wanted to make sure that you told my (laughs) listeners that. They might not believe me. So, And and I wanted to be clear on that. Uh, In the early days, I did talk to you about homeschooling, but somewhere along the line, that changed to unschooling. So some of my listeners are probably saying, I just started understanding what homeschooling is. Unschooling? So is this you just giving your children free reign on how they're going to learn? Um. So, yes, I, I always said we homeschool, but we really actually practice a, a method of education where learners um, pick and choose what they want to learn. And I've never really come out of the closet because so many people don't understand it. Like you said, they're just trying to wrap their heads around homeschooling, uh, let alone letting kids pick and choose if and when they're going to learn their topics. It's, it's a really hard concept for some um, parents and educators to grasp. Well, I know when uh, homeschooling was in its infancy, we knew that uh, parents had a curriculum that the government had approved and and there were checks and balances. Is it similar with unschooling? Uh, Because maybe someone's saying, wait, they they aren't learning the curriculum? (laughs) Um, In Alberta and almost all across Canada and North America, um, parents get to choose what kind of education their kids get. So in Alberta, there are certain outcomes that home educators meet. They're a little different than the outcomes that um, school systems have to meet. And it's very vague. It's 20 outcomes that kids need to um, master by the age of 20. So as you can imagine, there's a lot of flexibility in there. And so would they, when you say the outcomes then, do they, did they actually have to write exams? Did they have uh, departmentals, provincial exams that other kids have to do as well? Well, year to year, they don't have to write the provincial achievement test. 
and some of the outcomes are very vague, like um, read for enjoyment and for increased knowledge. So it's not as specific as school where there's 1,400 outcomes mm. per grade. These 20 outcomes are over 20 years. Now, um, the checks and balances of that is that every child who wants high school credit in the core subjects has to still write the diploma exams and that's what unschoolers do too they meet the outcomes but they just get there in a way different method Uh, that's all the background i need and i'll probably go back to it as well to get to this point where your latest book is, is called unschooling to university because i think whenever i've had the conversation about homeschooling uh the biggest things were uh well my child be socialized will they have friends we have since found out that there's huge organizations of homeschooled children that meet and Mm -hmm. so that that's fine but really the other question is so i've homeschooled my child or in your case unschooled my child what happens when they hit 17 18 20 when maybe i'd like to see them do post-secondary what about university so was that the whole impetus behind your book to let people know that yes, they can actually go on to post-secondary. Yes, yes, because there's a lot of public criticism out there that, oh, unschooled kids are uneducated, and I wanted to refute that. So I looked around at our friends, and I, uh, you know, you catch up and see what they're doing, and I noticed quite a few of them were going on to post-secondary in universities, colleges, and STEM careers. And I thought, this has got to get out there because... Um, these kids are working hard, and and I also add that developmental piece where kids' brains around age 17, they start to get more serious, start to look at what's out there, what they need to do to get to where they want to go. And we have to trust kids that they're going to learn, they're going to love education, and they're going to know what they want to do. Judy, I want to take uh, a break here. I've got lots more questions, but uh, do you mind if I open it up to the audience if they have questions for you? Because I, I think a lot of people, they're just new to even ideas of different alternatives when it comes to school. Would you be okay to some questions? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Let's do that. Judy Arnell is my guest this half hour. I want to find out more about her brood of five and what they are doing. And you know what? Hey, there's a lot of kids who go through the traditional school system, and that's not to say they move on to post-secondary. So I don't think that we have to say that anyone who goes through homeschooling or unschooled should also all of them have to go to post-secondary. So let's have the conversation about the choices that are out there. And have you ever, A, thought of unschooling, homeschooling, maybe you're doing it right now. would love to hear from you. 403-974-8255. The book is called Unschooling to University. My guest Judy Arnell is with me. We're back after this. 403-974-8255. Would love to hear your thoughts on unschooling. Yesterday, I was talking to someone with forest school, which I thought was kind of a cool concept as well. <laughs> you know, we, we are turning uh, things upside down when it comes to the right. There's no right and wrong way. Judy Arnell is my guest. She's the author of Unschooling to University. You, you have, you'd probably agree that there's no right and wrong, but you, you've tried a few different models. Oh, yes. Um, absolutely. There's, I, as there are different kids, different temperaments, there's no 
one way that works for everyone. So um, just as we don't all work for big company, um, not all kids do well in, in big schools or homeschooling even. But um, it's it's acknowledging that there are other ways to learn out there and validating them and um, just people being aware that, you know, if what's not working for you right now, try something new. I'm curious, though, you had five children and kids are all pretty unique, but they all went through the unschooling method of education then? Yes, they did. Um, And the thing is, unschooling is so, it's like a summer day and Saturday. It's so relaxing. It's so much fun. Kids get to play. They get to learn what they want to learn. There's no motivation problems. It's relaxing for parents. They're not driving their kids all around. And it just works for everybody um, in that it, it's just an easy way to get education. So when I, when I focused on the 30 kids who went on to post-secondary school, they unschooled anywhere from three years to the whole 12 years. Mm. And so when kids are in school, um, these kids were out in the yard playing um, video games. They were um, volunteering. They were out in the community doing projects. Like it, it's more like the real world life rather than being stuck in a classroom all day. So they're experiencing life as they would on the weekend. You know, I don't know whether to call you a hero or, as you say, you've just recently come out of the closet to be able to share this, <laughs> because some people would say, so with homeschooling, at least the government gives me an idea of what I should be teaching my kids, some kind of uh, plan, lesson plan. It, unschooling, did you have any kind of guidance that way? No. And that's the beauty of it. It is totally learner-directed. So if a child doesn't want to learn any math workbooks for 10 years, they don't, right? So where do they learn math? So a lot of people think, okay, they're never going to learn math. How are they going to get to university in a STEM career? Well, they learn math through different ways, um, through cooking, through baking, through um, just daily problem solving. So kids are still educated. They're just not doing it through a schooly look, mm-hmm. through workbooks, through classrooms, through mom teaching at the blackboard and homeschooling. They do it through getting content from everywhere. And, and a child with a laptop and Google can learn anything, absolutely anything, if they want to. That is really interesting. Now, wait a second. You were a stay-at-home parent, weren't you? I worked part-time. Okay, so could, because I think that's the other thing. Someone might be saying uh, when we hear of homeschooling setups, usually one parent or the other has to be there to be the teacher, quote-unquote. So in unschooling, do you have to have someone there at least giving some guidance? You, like parenting, you need supervision until the child is age 12, um, and they can problem-solve themselves without supervision. But, um, yeah, there are a lot of parents who work full-time, and in Alberta, parents, are when they homeschool, they take on responsibility for providing their child's education. They don't necessarily have to teach it. So what a lot of parents do worldwide is they pull their kids out of school, they unschool, and then they hire tutors or or pull resources from wherever they can um, to um, provide stimulation for their child. So, for example, me, my my math ends at grade seven. (laughs) I cannot teach my STEM kids math. Um, But what I would do is I would find someone who can 
if that's where the kids want to go. If they want to go deeper into physics, I would hire a tutor. I would get them the videos, the resources they need to learn what they really want to learn. Do you receive any government funding? Because I'm under the impression that homeschooling, there is some help from the government. Um, Homeschooling families in Alberta, we get about one-eighth of the funding that a um, public school child would get. So we get $832 a year, which barely even covers Internet access. Per, per, per student? Per student, Per child? Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Yep, so you child. get that a year, and that's what you're going to use then for your resources or possibly if you have to hire outside tutors. Yeah, yeah, and it's never enough. <laughs> well, no, that doesn't sound like it would go very far. That's about 80 bucks a month. Um, no. You know what, Judy, I'm getting a, a wide range, and this is probably what you hear also when people, when you actually are honest with people and say, no, I'm, I'm not even doing homeschooling. I've, I unschooled my children. Uh, but one person says, I wish I had made the choice to homeschool for K-6 to with my kids. The system is really lacking. I bought into the whole socializing thing. Retrospect, re- retrospect rather, is 2020. So there's that one text and yet there's another text that says ridiculous this is the craziest thing i've heard about educating children i have a friend in comox unschooling her son and it makes absolutely no sense to me at all good luck your kids are going to need it so i don't think either of those texts are a real surprise to you no not at all no it's we get we get um, full support from people who are within and outside the education system, and we also get full criticism from people within and outside the education system. But so. I think, as I said, I think in the early days of learning about homeschooling, I, too many of us have gone through the traditional method that it's hard for us to wrap our head around an education that would be outside the walls of a school. Yeah. And I was a skeptic too. I mean, when I first saw my friend unschool her child, I thought, oh my goodness, this this can't be. Like, there's got to be rules. And then, like in parenting, you never say never. So when you start homeschooling and your kids stop listening to you, um, what are you going to do? You're mm. faced with a choice of, and especially if your kids have special needs, um, you think, okay, I'm going to try this. I can't do any worse. And it's only for a year. So you try it and you see, even if you never get around to actually teaching them fractions, you see, oh, they've just learned fractions through this video game. Wow. Mm. <laughs> you know, you can't stop kids from learning and you can't force them to learn. They, they own it. They own their education from the day they're born. We just need to get out of the way. Yeah, that's true. Some people will say a lot of people and governments have to get out of the way too. Uh, so give me an idea. I know you can't probably list off all five, but tell me what uh, some of the career paths or the routes they've taken after being unschooled. Um, well, my kids are included in the team of 30, which I um, talked about That made about it easy. Book. You already yeah. had one six there. Okay. <laughs> I know, right? I thought, oh. <laughs> so... Uh, about uh, a third of the 30, so 12 chose STEM careers. Um, of mine, about three, four, three mm-hmm. chose STEM careers. and um, That's science, technology, engineering, math? That's right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, about a third chose careers in humanity, mm-hmm. and um, a third went into the... Well, you just broke up, Judy. Are you still there? Yeah. Just as you, you were saying, the last third. So one-third STEM, one-third humanities. What was the final third? One third was arts, uh-huh. and um, at the point we went to print, about two thirds have already graduated their degrees or um, 
programs. And and so the university, when they were asking for marks and um, uh, you were able to supply them with all that information, I'm trying to remember the days of applying for post-secondary. Yes, yes. There's very few universities in Canada that require a high school diploma. So in the book, I outline 13 different ways to get into post-secondary without a high school diploma. Um, basically, all you need is very good marks and certain subjects, depending on your program. So what kids can do is they can either challenge the diploma exams or take the grade 12 course. Um, they need some way to validate yeah. their knowledge they've they've received through their 12 years of unschooling. Uh, let me just see if I can squeeze one question on here before I have to say goodbye. Cyril, I think you have to turn your radio down. Cyril, are you there? Yes. Hey, Cyril, what are your thoughts? Yeah, my, my thoughts are like, you know, when we grew up, we went to school. The only reason is you have to interact with your social uh, uh, stuff that you do. You have friends. So you grow up in a different way. I mean, homeschooling is good, but if you really want to get your kids educated, then basically you follow the, what do you call it, the curriculum that the government gives it and keep a thorough eye on what's going on between the school and home. And I think you can do both and balance it up. All right. Because I have a friend who is to do homeschooling for their kids. Their kids were so frustrated that they had nothing else to do but sit at home, there was no social. Finally, she put uh, their kids in Strathmore, and now the kids are 100 times happy. They're well-educated, but she follows the curriculum and makes sure that, you know, they are getting well-educated. Cyril, that's interesting because nowadays there's so many organizations of homeschool associations. I'm going to just hang up, Cyril, just because he's got a windy uh, phone there. But, uh, Judy, that was, as you say, probably the number one question is the whole socialization. But I feel like there is so much involvement with associations that you prob- your kids probably are still getting the social side as well. Absolutely. And, and schools are, um, they are social social sorted so in homeschooling it, it is actually kids are exposed to a lot more diversity um in in terms of cultures and age and genders and um sexual identities much more so than a child in a school mm. and um the other thing too is people think that <laughs> they get a better education in school where i would say i thought I was giving my kids a better education outside of school. So, for example, that whole coding piece, you know, the kids get one hour coding a year in school where my kids could take months and years and delve deep into coding, Mm. Java programming, C++, anything they needed. Well, I'd be getting a, a tutor for that for sure. Judy, I, I love the uh, the idea of it. I mean, no, my kids have, are on their way. I don't have to deal with this question. But the unschooling to university, where can people pick up the book? I guess at all bookstores and online? It will be in bookstores on September 21st, but it's available for pre-orders right now, I think, through Chapters and Amazon. Good. Unschooling to university. Judy Arnell is the author. Thanks so much, Judy. Thank you, Linda.